Na-miss niyo na bang makinig ng podcast on your commute? Or to get that motivation before you start your day? Magbabalik ang 5 minutes lang with Season 2. Mas exciting, mas nakakakilig, at mas inspiring. Kakasama natin si Nabianca Gonzalez. It will be uncomfortable sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone. Pero you have to like keep pushing the needle. Joelle. My first date was the most perfect rom-com scenario ever, honestly. <laughs> Plus, ang creator ng Home Buddies and Hangout Buddies Communities na si Francis Cabatuando. Sobrang iba pag solo travel. Just like you're in a different place, nobody knows you, and you're just out there to connect with other individuals. At marami pang iba. Let's talk about dating, growing your career, and everything in between. Five minutes lang, where we learn how to navigate life from people who've cracked the code. Available soon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan ka man podcast. This December, Lady Anne Salem is preparing to launch a project close to her heart. Icy is a journalist. You may in fact have heard of her name. We will remind you why in a bit. But for now, the project she's putting together is called the Digital Safe House, an online resource for journalists, women journalists in particular, whose rights are being attacked or being harassed offline as well as online. It's a timely project. Media and human rights advocates note that harassment of women journalists in the Philippines is on the rise. And that, as we were saying, is why Lady Anne Salem, I see, is a familiar name. She is one of those women journalists who need protection and frankly can use the digital safe house she is building. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. In this special episode for Human Rights Day, we'll tell you the true story of Lady Anne Icy Salem, the editor of Manila Today, who was wrongfully detained after police planted firearms in her apartment. She's in hiding now, but agreed to speak with us to tell us about the important project she's about to launch, the Digital Safe House, an online resource for fellow journalists under attack. You'll forgive the poor and spotty quality of her interview with IC because while she's working to protect her fellow journalists, IC is currently constantly moving for her own safety. This is why her name is familiar to you. IC Salem was illegally arrested around a year ago. On December 10, 2020, a Quezon City court threw out the charges. The judge says Icy, who was arrested with six others on that day, was ultimately the victim of an illegal fishing expedition. That's what the judge called it. The warrant was highly questionable. Icy says guns and grenades were planted. In February, she was ordered free. She tried to get back to work as editor at the Manila Today. But we're telling you her story today because practically a year later, Even as she prepares for the launch of the Digital Safe House project, she herself is back in hiding. December 10, the day of IC's arrest, by the way, that was International Human Rights Day. May kumatok doon sa pinto tapos 
nag-isip pa ako bago ko buksan eh. Kasi nga, nag-isip ko, 2 a.m. Ganyan. Yung security guard yung kumatok. Tapos parang nakita na akong shield sa right side ng ano, ng people. Ang nag-isip ko, i-video ko yung pagbukas ko ng pinto, gano'n. So, 2 a.m., binuksan ko yung pinto. Yun, kabukas ko yun na. Dapa-dapa. Tapos may mga mahabang armas, naka-full battle gear sila. More than 10 yung mga naka-full battle gear. Pero yung buong party nung CIDG and CR nung SWAT na at saka yung iba pa na pumunta doon mga more than 20 eh. She's an editor at Manila Today, an alternative news website that covers the youth, women, workers, the urban poor. She's also a founding member of Alter Media, a national network of independent alternative media groups and individuals. So, kinuha nila agad yung cellphone ko, pinadapa nila ako, tapos sabi ko nga naka-ano ko, naka-sleepwear, na para, para na lang akong hihigahan dun sa floor na sabi nila, sige, tumalikod ka na lang. So, tumalikod ako, pinaharap nila ako sa wall, facing away from the whole condo unit, tapos pinali nila yung kamay ko sa likod ko. So, a few seconds later, tinabi na sa akin si Rodrigo. Tapos ganun din, tinali din yung kamay niya sa likod. Because we were prevented from looking back. Rodrigo is Rodrigo Esparago, a labor organizer. He was with IC in that apartment that doubled as an office. Later, they will learn that five other activists were arrested in other places that same day. Every time na, lilingon kami. Physically, nire-restrain kami. Nalumingon. Tapos, paulit-ulit namin tinatanong, sino kayo? Anong ginagawa niyo dito? Bakit kayo pumasok? May warat ba kayo? No, wala talagang nagpakilala. IC kept asking the CIDG agents if she could call her family or lawyer. And they, in turn, just kept ignoring her. Yung warrant, pinasend nila an hour later. Yun, tapos sabi nila, ayan, no, simula na yung search. Dinideclare pala yung parang nag-commence na yung search, ganyan. Kami lang, magsimula na po tayo, pasok po tayo dun sa loob ng kwarto. To be clear, while the search warrant was served one hour late, IC and Rodrigo were restrained for that entire period. When the document did arrive, it came with a witness, ostensibly to keep watch over a legal and reasonable search. But that witness, a barangay official, was, of course, also an hour late to credibly oversee the start of everything. Kailangan nakaharap ako. Kailangan nakaharap kami dun sa ginagawa nila. Tapos pumasok na yung witnesses nila, yung isang barangay kagawad. Sabi nung kagawad, hindi ko nga po alam, ginising lang po ako ngayon lang. Tapos kinuha lang po ako ngayon lang, ganyan. So parang kahit siya, kakarating lang niya after an hour na nandun na yung CIDG. So... In any case, as officially announced, the police started going through IC's things. Binuksan nila yung bag ko, yung everyday bag ko. Yung unang binuksan nila yung parang front compartment na maliit lang, yung manipis lang yung harapan, di ba? Tapos dun lumuha yung granada. Parang ako, ano ba yun siniksik nila dun sa mesh pocket na kung saan ko nilalagay yung parking ticket ko, ganun. Yung, ang kasa nga lang dun yung concealer ko, tsaka yung parking ticket, dun nila winage. Tapos dun sa main compartment, nakuha yung isang baril kasama nung laptop ko, yung power bank ko, yung hard drive ko, ganyan. Icy says it was her first time to see a grenade up close. Nung time na yun, ang dami kasing nagbe-video, tapos... Niisip ko parang medyo familiar ako dun sa angling ng camera na parang piniframe nila na yung granada ay kasama ng mukha ko o yung baril ganyan. So parang naisip ko nun, magsalita ng magsalita habang nag-video sila. Kasi if they're going to present this as evidence, hindi naman yata pwede na yung video lang tas walang audio. So yung mga ganong mga, mga ginagawa, gestures nila yung hindi nila thoroughly sinerge yung 
lalagyan ng damit ko. Parang sinasabi ko, oh no, alam nyo ba na wala kayong tinanim dyan? Kaya ganyan. Kasi di ba, yung next na, na nakita, nasa ilalim naman ng unan, yung isang granada at saka yung isang baril, nakasoksok siya sa isang maliit na messenger bag na hindi na halos sila magkasa. As in, yung half nung baril ay sticking out of the bag kasi nga, hindi nga kasha eh. Tapos nilagay nila yun, yun sa ilalim ng unan. Nung time na yun, sabi ko, sino namang maglalagay ng ng baril sa ilalim ng unan? Alam niyo naman na ginising nyo kami para mag-grade, di ba? So parang, sino nagtatago ng baril at granada sa ilalim ng unan? Napaka-absurd naman. It was now 5 a.m., about three hours after the CIDG arrived at her door. IC and Rodrigo Esparago were brought to a Pasig police station. IC says she remembers praying that there would be media covering the station. She was desperate to be seen by anyone. Because, I think we already mentioned, it was Human Rights Day. IC was in fact supposed to attend an international conference on press freedom later that day. Up to that time, hindi pa rin kami pinapatawag, hindi pa rin kami minibigyan ng chance na ma-inform yung lawyers namin or yung family namin kung nasa na kami. Tapos, naisip ko nun, may mga schedule ako nun, merong mga webinar sa UN kasi parang December 10 nun, ganyan. Tapos, mga ganun, naisip ko parang people will look for me pero parang I will have no explanation, they will not know kung nasaan ako, ganyan. Nandun na kami sa police station, nakaupo lang kami. So, we were taken using yung... SWAT na car. So kasama namin yung mga ano, naka-full battle gear na mga SWAT personnel na parang sabi nila escort lang naman sila. There was no media to witness her being held at the station. No one to see her and Esparago being taken to Camp Crame, where five trade unionists arrested on the same morning were now also detained. The CIDG says it was all part of an intensified police operation against loose firearms and criminal gangs. But activists say it was proof of the dangers of government's practice of red tagging. Prior to her arrest, IC's news agency had been linked to the communist movement by the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict, or the NTFLCAC. Before we continue, a quick word from our sponsor. As we work, play, and spend the holidays with our loved ones at home, we don't just need stable internet. We need the strongest connection. Pero teka teka, have you heard about PLDT Homes 2021 Holiday Deals? When you purchase a Holiday Deals product, you get free installation and modem activation with no cash out. And stand a chance to win smart home lifestyle devices, speed boosts, and more. On top of all that, for every purchase of a PLDT Home Holiday Deals product, PLDT Home will match the total amount and donate it to the Tuloy Parin Ang Pasko movement for the benefit of frontliners and families in need. Check out pldthome.com slash fiber to find out more. That's pldthome.com slash fibr. But back to the morning of December 10, 2020. The police promised IC that she would finally be able to call someone after a swab test for COVID-19 and a medical checkup at Camp Krame. Na-declare kami na missing siguro for maybe 12 hours or more. Pero incommunicado kami for the first 38 hours. Kasi during that time, nung 
ika-38 hour na, ano na yun, inquest na eh. They took us to the Mandalu yung ano, prosecutor's office para inquest. Tapos, doon na kami pinagbigyan na tumawag. That was the only time. Tapos, you know, ang natawagan ko lang noon yung lawyer. Tapos, nakapunta doon yung PILC. The Public Interest Law Center, or PILC, was IC's counsel for the case. She had about 30 minutes to talk with her lawyer. Then IC was brought back to Camp Bagong Diwa. Tapos, for another five days, inkomunikado ulit kami. Since we weren't allowed to call. And again, she and Esparago were not allowed to see anyone either. Tapos naka-isolate pa kami doon. So may isang building meant for a hundred patients. Ang nakalagay lang doon, kaming dalawa lang. Tapos we were placed in separate rooms. Sa isang room, may isang kama, tapos may electric fan yun lang. Tapos wala nang nangyayari. As in the whole day, ang nagbabago lang is when they bring us meals, there wasn't anybody we can talk with. Kahit kami hindi kami nakakapag-usap or nagkikita except during mealtime. Para siyang Bartolina in effect. <laughs> Parang gano'n. Gigising kami ng 6 kasi dadating yung unang meal. Tapos yung bandang 8 or 9 a.m. makakatulog ka na ulit kasi wala ka talagang ginagawa at all. Tapos minsan magigising ako. Akala ko tanghali na or hapon na. Yung pala 9.15 pa lang. 15 minutes lang yung lumipa. Yung yung pinakwento nila na lahat na lang ng bagay na observe mo kahit yung pagkapanganong langgam kasi wala ka namang gagawin eh. There were windows, but they were closed. So there was nothing to see. There was no one to talk to. The prison guards would not tell them anything, not even their names. Yung mga nameplate nila naka double masking tape eh. So we don't even know who they are. Icy was afraid that she would become a desaparecido from the moment the police arrived at her door. That loss of control over what could happen to her was a terrifying thing. Maybe we'll live, pero we don't know. Kasi parang every minute, pinisip mo kung mag-uwi ka pa. On her fifth day in Bikutan, she finally saw the world outside her detention. The police transferred them to Camp Krame after the swab test on December 10 came out negative. The lawyers have a lot of experience na uh, mga political prisoners doon. They were able to visit us and that was the only time na nakwento namin yung nangyari sa amin. How long was IC illegally detained? Where is she now? Don't miss part 2 of this special episode for Human Rights Day here on Teka Teka. Muli ako po si Robbie Alampay. This episode was produced by myself. It was written by Trisha Aquino. Audio editor is Presh Capistrano. Follow Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Magbabalik ang 5 minutes lang with Season 2. Mas exciting, mas nakakakilig, at mas inspiring. Hi everyone, this is Bianca Gonzalez. Hi everyone, I'm Joelle. Hello, I'm Francisca Batuando. At marami pang iba. Let's talk about dating, growing your career, and everything in between. 5 minutes lang, where we learn how to navigate life from people who've cracked the code. Available soon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan ka man pumapodcast.